Section 8 of Elia and the Last Essays of Elia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adrian Stevens. Elia and the Last Essays of Elia by Charles Lamb. All Fool's Day. The compliments of the season to my worthy masters, and a merry first of April to us all. Many happy returns of this day to you, and you, and you, sir. Nay, never frown, man, nor put a long face upon the matter. Do not we know one another? What need of ceremony among friends? We all have a touch of that same, you understand me, a speck of the motley beshrew the man who on such a day as this the general festival should affect to stand aloof i am none of those sneakers i am free of the corporation and care not who knows it he that meets me in the forest to-day shall meet with no wiseacre i can tell him stultus sum translate me that and take the meaning of it to yourself for your pains what man we have four quarters of the globe on our side at the least computation fill us a cup of that sparkling gooseberry we will drink no wise melancholy politic port on this day and let us troll the catch of amiens duc ad me duc ad me how goes it here shall he see gross fools as he now would i give a trifle to know historically and authentically who was the greatest fool that ever lived i would certainly give him a bumper marry of the present breed i think i could without much difficulty name you the party remove your cap a little further if you please it hides my bauble and now each man bestride his hobby and dust away his bells to what tune he pleases i will give you for my part the crazy old church clock and the bewildered chimes good master empedocles you are welcome it is long since you went a salamander gathering down etna worse than samphire picking by some odds tis a mercy your worship did not singe your mustachios ha cleombrotus and what salads in faith did you light upon at the bottom of the mediterranean you were a founder i take it of the disinterested sect of the calenturists gebir my old freemason and prince of plasterers of babel bring in your trowel most ancient grand you have claim to a seat here at my right hand as patron of the stammerers you left your work if i remember herodotus correctly at eight hundred million toys or thereabout above the level of the sea bless us what a long bell you must have pulled to call your top workmen to their nuncheon on the low grounds of senar or did you send up your garlic and onions by a rocket i am a rogue if i am not ashamed to show you our monument on fish street hill after your altitudes yet we think it somewhat what the magnificent alexander in tears cry baby put its finger in its eye it shall have another globe round as an orange pretty moppet mr adams oddso i honour your coat pray do us the favour to read us that sermon which you lent to mistress slipslop the twenty and second in your portmanteau there on female incontinence the same it will come in most irrelevantly and impertinently seasonable to the time of the day 
Good master, Raymond Lully, you look wise. Pray correct that error. Duns, spare your definitions. I must find you a bumper or a paradox. We will have nothing said or done syllogistically this day. Remove those logical forms, waiter, that no gentleman break the tender shins of his apprehension, stumbling across them. Master Stephen, you are late. Ha! Coax, is it you? Agucheek, my dear knight, let me pay my devoir to you. Master Shallow, your worship's poor servant to command. Master Silence, I will use a few words with you. Slender, it shall go hard if I edge not you in somewhere. You six will engross all the poor wit of the company today. I know it, I know it. Ha! Honest R, my fine old librarian of Ludgate, time out of mind, art thou here again? Bless thy doublet, it is not over new, threadbare as thy stories. What dost thou flitting around the world at this rate? Thy customers are extinct, defunct, bedrid, have ceased to read long ago. Thou goest still among them, seeing if, peradventure, thou canst hawk a volume or two. Good Granville S., thy last patron is flown. King Pandion, he is dead. All thy friends are lapped in lead. Nevertheless, noble R, come in and take your seat here, between Armado and Quisada, for in true courtesy, in gravity, in fantastic smiling to thyself, in courteous smiling upon others, in the goodly ornature of well-apparelled speech, and the commendation of wise sentences, thou art nothing inferior to those accomplished dons of Spain. The spirit of chivalry forsake me for ever, when I forget thy singing the song of Macheath, who declares that he might be happy with either, situated between those two ancient spinsters, when I forget the inimitable formal love which thou didst make, turning now to the one, and now to the other, with that Malvolian smile, as if Cervantes, not gay, had written it for his hero, and as if thousands of periods must revolve, before the mirror of courtesy could have given his invidious preference between a pair of so goodly proportioned and meritorious equal damsels. Deleted. To descend from these altitudes, and not to protract our fool's banquet beyond its appropriate day, for I fear the 2nd of April is not many hours distant, in sober verity I will confess a truth to thee, reader. I love a fool, as naturally as if I were of kith and kin to him. When a child, with childlike apprehensions that dived not below the surface of the matter, I read those parables, not guessing at their involved wisdom. I had more yearnings towards the simple architect that built his house upon the sand than I entertained for his more cautious neighbour. I grudged at the hard censure pronounced upon the quiet soul that kept his talent, and prizing their simplicity beyond the more provident, and to my apprehension somewhat unfeminine wariness of their competitors, I felt a kindliness that almost amounted to a tendre for those five thoughtless virgins. I have never made an acquaintance since that lasted, or a friendship that answered, with any that had some tincture of the absurd in their characters. I venerate an honest obliquity of understanding. The more laughable blunders a man shall commit in your company, the more tests he giveth you, that he will not betray or overreach you, 
I love the safety which a palpable hallucination warrants, the security which a word out of season ratifies. And take my word for this, reader, and say a fool told it you, if you please, that he who hath not a dram of folly in his mixture hath pounds of much worse matter in his composition. It is observed that the foolisher, the fowl or fish, woodcocks, stotterels, codsheads, etc., the finer the flesh thereof, and what are commonly the world's received fools, but such whereof the world is not worthy? And what have been some of the kindliest patterns of our species, but so many darlings of absurdity, minions of the goddess and her white boys? Reader, if you rest my words beyond their fair construction, it is you, and not I, that are the April fool. End of section 8